The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Tracy, you're looking to save a relationship? Um, well, we, I was in a relationship for five years and just moved out with my one-year-old son, and I'm trying to salvage something, and I can't get anywhere with anything. Okay, when you say salvage something, do you mean you're trying to salvage the relationship, or you're trying to live as a single mom? Well, I guess I'm trying to salvage the relationship in some aspect, or uh, at least have closure with, with so many questions that I have. Give me, an, give me, you were married for five years, you said, and the baby is from this partner? Yes. And you were mar- you were married, not just dating. No, we were we were not married. Oh, we you were together just, for five years. You were we dating. We lived together for five years and have a one year old child. Okay, got that. And so you're saying at this point, how did the relationship break off? Pretty much, it was just constant arguing and bickering, just disloyalty from him, and just too many secrets. And just eventually, it just he came to me and said, "Well, I'm just not happy." I kind of have an inkling that he's seen somebody else. He never tells me anything. He will not tell me. And now that I'm out on my own and I have this child, I'm like, okay, trying to look at things in a different perspective and trying to maybe get back something that we lost or, you know, whether let's go out to dinner or let's hang out or let's, you know, try again. And I can't get anywhere. What your time is so valuable. This is your life. You and you need to be thinking of a path moving forward. Does it, if you're, if you're thinking of a path moving forward that involves this man, what do you know about his character already that, you know, you have a daughter, right? Or a son? A son. Oh, you have a son. If your son were to marry someone, would you want him to marry a woman who had the character of your boyfriend? No. Isn't that interesting? Why not? (laughs) No. I mean, in some ways, yes, but no. Okay, people are mixed. Most people are mixed, but when you get bad in the mix, and the biggest bad is the dishonesty, the lying and lack of communication. Yeah, there's no communication. Those are the big ones. The minute you have that, then you don't have a partnership. I mean, you may be roommates that pass in the night. You may have some shared interest. You may have a baby together, but you're not romantic partners. And if you're still holding on to that dream of what you thought he could be, what you thought your relationship would be, because you stayed with him for five years, so you must right. have thought there was something darn good about him. Right. And were you hoping he would change? Yeah, I guess I was hoping that, I guess he would love me more or treat me differently or care more about the relationship or... Something. Yeah, when have you felt that in your life before? When before? That you wish somebody cared about you more, or paid more attention to you, or loved you more. I guess maybe when my parents divorced. Tell me about that. That was when I was just a child, and they had a horrible divorce, and it was always constant bickering back and forth, and we were always in the middle and, you know, always trying to make things right and always wishing that there was more love there and communication and trust, and there just wasn't. Okay, you're you're at high risk for looking for another partner if you leave this guy, mm-hmm. where you will find the same dynamics with the hopes of what? What are you trying to do? What did you try to do with your own family? I really wasn't. I really didn't have any set expectations except just wanting to be happy and just be a family. That's a huge expectation. I know. I mean, that is the. I mean, ex- like I'm not asking you for wanted a to fix things. You wanted the fighting to stop, right? Yeah, the and bickering to stop, the staying out till 5 in the morning to stop, the 
the Go fighting. Yeah. And so many times we end up marrying someone where we carry the same problem. We, we have the same problem in our relationship that we had in our family of origin. Mm-hmm. And you're tr- if you're t- trying to fix this guy, lure him back in so you can fix it and get that wonderful family that you never had growing up. And I wish you had. Yeah. But you never had that. And what are the chances? If you were a betting person, would you bet a million dollars that this guy that you've been with for five years and left you and cheated on you and had secrets was disloyal and was constantly arguing like your family of origin and you were not happy with him, which is the only little goal that you want, which obviously is the biggest goal? Right. What are the chances that you think that, um, would you bet a million dollars on it? Would you want me to bet my money that he would change? No. It's, I, go ahead. I don't think you would. And you can't make somebody else's psychological problem your lifelong problem to solve. Right. Like if you had come to me when you were younger and, um, and having the problems with your family, I would say to you, the bickering, as much as I wish, and you wish even more than I do, that your parents would be sane, that they that they would be reasonable, and that they would have a rational divorce. Right. They're not going to do it. So please carve a life for, your, for yourself with good friends or good activities that you enjoy outside of your family so that your mind isn't wrapped around their bickering and hoping for the for what will probably never happen, that they will sing Kumbaya together. Right. So what are you hearing um, as we're talking? In that ter- I kind of just need to move on. I would love you to move on, and I would love you to have as your selection criteria somebody who cherishes you, somebody who loves you, and somebody who will work to make that happen, uh, that they that you feel cared for, cherished, and not just at the beginning of the relationship, but as an ongoing pattern, you grow together. And that's a skill that both of you, those are skills that you both need to learn. It is also very common after having a baby. Did he want a baby? It was a surprise both ways, but yeah. It kind of just happened. I mean, was he like jumping for joy, or was he ambivalent? Mm, he was kind. Of, he was just like, "Well, we'll deal with it." Okay, that sounds like uh, it wasn't like, "Oh my God, the Red Sox won!" Right. It's like, "Oh, we'll deal with it." Right. So if he's feeling uh, that emotion of, "Okay, gotta do it," it's a responsibility, it's a duty. Um, then he may have wanted out and his escape may have been to create a life outside of the marriage. It's hard enough when people are prepared to have a baby. A baby changes everything and the highest rate for divorces is in the first two years of, of having a baby. Wow. So you want to be good to yourself. Enjoy your baby. I loved it when my kids were young, even though I needed absolute breaks. Do you have family that will help you out a bit? Oh, yeah. Wonderful. And is he good with your son? He hasn't been proving that lately. Okay. Then just carve a life without him. I would move on. I would definitely value yourself and realize that you want to create the family. You have that opportunity as a single mom to create the love and care that you've always wanted. And hopefully you'll find a much better partner and you'll pick better next time. Thank you so much for the call, Tracy. Thank you. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. I was dating someone uh, it, it ended badly he was my first I loved him and then he changed 
Yeah. He got mean. Yes. And you didn't stop loving him. And that's from Buffy. And I know I've experienced that. When you think the best of people, you go into a relationship and you fall in love and you think the world of them and then you get a few little inklings, you know, just uh, nudges on the side of your awareness that, oh, that wasn't a nice thing he said to the waitress. And, oh my gosh, that wasn't, he didn't treat me well. He was speeding in the car. I asked him to slow down. He didn't. And you don't want to take a look at it because you, that feeling of love and the genuine values that that person has that they, the person could grow and make even better, um, but may not choose to, those things are so real that you don't want to lose them so you stay in relationships much longer than you ever need to. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. Partners, whether married or dating, need to communicate constantly, but many lack communication skills. For example, they may not be able to articulate well and thus struggle to express what they think or feel, but communication skills can be learned. Listening is an important part of communicating. Many people find it very difficult not to interrupt before their partner has finished expressing a complete thought. Listening well, giving your partner your full attention, and summarizing what you heard when necessary sends the message, you are important. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com, and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.